Hello. Hello. How are you? Fantastic. And how are the listeners? Well, let's find out. They're all right, let's say. Mm. I'm well, glad can you can hear them. What? I'm glad you can hear them. I can hear them, but not you. What? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's beer o'clock, Gav. You know what that means? It's my it, favourite time. Yeah, I know, so it doesn't actually <laughs> exist. It's time for drunken time travel. This week, we've been thinking that if you know anything about the classic series of Doctor Who, you can win a lot on the Doctor Who topic on Quiz Up. Indeed. I have found that even I can win things. Even you, such as yourself. And I don't know anything. No. But but I think people who who are on Quiz Up, they see Doctor Who and they go, oh, I like that with Tennant and, uh, mm. and Smith. I can mm. play that. And then they start asking questions about Crotons. The Crotons and Tom <laughs> Baker and it. What? What are you on about? Yeah. And lastly, this is helping. Uh, Quiz Up is an app, by the way, just in case anyone's wondering what we're talking about. I often do. Anyway, if you're wondering who that uh, person was uh, rambling on to my left of there, it is a man who, for his high school chemistry project, created a fluoromatic acid but knocked it over and killed the whole class. It's Irish Gav. Hi. And uh, so mine Lincoln befriended a man, der nickte dieser Sprachesregen. Es ist Englischer Gav. If you want to contact us about the show or give <laughs> us feedback, good or bad, you can reach us at drunkentimetravel at gmail.com or on Twitter at drunktimetravel or at the Facebook and how and uh, what what where is Facebook? Uh, Facebook is on the internet. Right, called Facebook is it? I haven't really heard of it. You see, is it going? Do you think it will take off? No, I've heard I've heard a few people get interested, but it's starting to decline now. So it's probably not going right, to. Maybe we do anything. Maybe we should go back to MySpace then. I reckon so. Or or uh, Bebo. Or Alt News. That, that's a that's a thing, isn't it? Is it? Or wax tablets. Our official tea is linked beer is Black Rocks by the Buxton Brewery. Indeed. Oh. Beer Buxton Brewery's Black Rocks. Not enough bees in that. Uh, I think we can put some more bees in it. What, what bee would you put in it? A cloak of bees. A cloak of bees. Ah, So, yes, this week we're doing the Crotons. Uh, another second Doctor one. Time's ticking away on him. Mm. We've fit some three more to go. Admittedly, one of those. Is that all? Um, yeah. Admittedly, and then we're done with the podcast. Admit, yeah, sure. And then, <laughs> admittedly, one of them is ten episodes long. That's end of series six, right? Isn't it? Yeah, we haven't done that joke yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, the Crotons. Mm. Take it away, Mr. Synopsis. I shall indeed. Episode one. Gond, but not forgotten. At a gathering of the Gonds, Abu Gond and Vanagond are selected for something. It is the highest honour that can be bestowed upon a Gond to become the Doctor's companions. I mean, the Croton's companions. They even get a cape, too. The Doctor arrives in his TARDIS to pick his new companions up. Sorry, they're the Croton's new companions, aren't they? Getting concerned about his looks, he grabs his umbrella to block out the sun's harmful rays and picks up a random rock that is in no way going to become useful later in the epistory. Eventually coming to a machine, he bumps into one of his new companions, sorry, Croton's new (coughs) companions. They were obviously disappointed with whoever it was as they exterminate him. Not liking this, they go to the gathering but are unable to stop Varna from uh, entering the machine. Collecting her from the other side of the machine, they stop her from getting vaporised and take her to safety. To teach the Crotons a lesson, a bunch of them start attacking the learning machines, when a giant snake eye comes out of the machine, tells them to stop, and takes a photo of the Doctor. Observation of the episode. Getting picked first is not always a good thing. Is that how you rationalise getting picked last in, uh, for, for sports and things? Yes. Episode 2. How we all do. The Croton who lost two brains. The Doctor survives having his photo being taken by holding his hands in front of his face. Before the snake can reload the film for another photo, 
A gond attacks and is killed for his trouble. The snake retreats, thinking the doctor has been killed, and orders everyone out of the room. Presumably so he can do the victory dance in peace. Victory slither. Then, whilst the doctor goes investigating, Zoe plays on the local brain training game and gets the high score, so he's summoned to be the new Croton companion. The doctor obviously has to better her score, though, and they both go to see the Crotons. Surviving the next round of indoctrination, they do a runner using the doctor's deus ex machina rock. The Crotons show up to discover what, to their bewilderment, that they've gone. They then summon Jamie, thinking he'll just he'll be just as intelligent. Then they test him, then tell him he will die. Observation of the episode. Taking stones to school can help you skip class. Episode 3. Broom is in space. The Crotons decide to question Jamie instead, and one of them goes out looking for the Doctor. Back in the gun camp, there's a mutiny in the works. Elik wants to fight with sticks and mud, while Selvis wants to ninja science them. At the same time as a Croton confronts the Doctor and Zoe, who are gathering supplies, Jamie attacks the other Croton. Because they must be twins or something, both Crotons go all wonky for a bit and the Doctor escapes. Even the TARDIS gets in on the escaping action by activating the HADS and teleports onto the cliff face. The Doctor, refer- uh, the doctor returns to find Selvis trying to remove the machine's support pillars and in the attempt to stop it, gets caught under falling rubble. Observation of the episode. The TARDIS always had a HADS. Who says it didn't? Anyway, look. Robots in Skirts. Episode 4. Going, going, gone. Amazingly, the lead character of the show is invulnerable to being flattened by rubble, so instead helps helps out others who aren't. Before remembering, he has companions and rushes back to help Jamie. The Crotons then come out searching for high brains. They need them so they can get their ship working and leave. But the Doctor is off helping science guy make some meth, I mean acid. Elik decides helping the Crotons might be fun and brings the Doctor and Zoe to them so they can help power their mental-powered ship. Using the acid, Zoe melts the spaceship and the Crotons and the base collapses. Well, the guns, home, place, thing. The travellers leave. Epistory ended. Observation of the episode. Powering your spaceship on the intelligence of its occupiers may be risky. Did Einstein say that? Einstein probably said that, yes. So the guns? Yes. Gond, baby gond. And all the puns. All the puns. They had like weird stripy trousers that that reminded me of Ronald McDonald's trousers. Well, maybe they all work in McDonald's. Maybe they, yeah. Well, they don't seem to now, but maybe they used to. Maybe that's, you know, maybe the, the uh, Crotons came around to McDonald's. An entire planet of McDonald's. The McDonald's planet? Yes. Which has just a giant M that you can see on it from space. Which would explain why there's like hamburger people and things. Would it? Because they're all aliens. My though. Right, but if there's an entire planet of like McDonald's. Yes. That would. I mean, there must be an entire continent geared to the making of gherkins. Yes. I know several people who would be. Unwilling to go on holiday. Unwell about that. <laughs> I've got that. What's your position on gherkins? I like gherkins. I think they're alright. Uh, they don't really have a place on burgers. What do they have a place on? I'm just interested now. Uh, in a salad. In a salad? Yes, in a salad. Mm. Do they? Yeah. I, I like my pickled things. But you haven't had a pickled egg. No, I've yet to uh, partake in the delight of the pickled egg. It's not really a delight. Have you had one? Yes. All right, imagine a hard-boiled egg. Yeah, being pickled. Being pickled. I can't imagine it. No, that's it's like devoid of, what, what do you call that, flavour? It can't be devoid of flavour if it's pickled. Okay, it's devoid of egg flavour. It like makes it more rubbery. So, so it's, gonna, it's just going to be solid vinegar. I, I, I confess to me, I don't like vinegar. You don't mind. That's very good of you, Gav. I, I, I'm not going to be prejudiced about it until I, until I've tried it. To oh, oh oh yes, the pickled egg. Well, where are you going to try it? There's nowhere around here to try pickled eggs. The chippies. 
Plenty of chippies do people do. Fish and chip shops. Oh, for his main American audience. Well, for for anyone that can't understand your accent. (laughs) I jest, of course. So, going back to the guns, then. (laughs) Instead of pickled eggs. (laughs) If we must. I did like a... Were they pickled, the guns? No. I think Elik might be. (laughs) Well... Pickled with alcohol or something. I don't know. as played by Philip Maddock, who would go on to play lots of people in Doctor Who. Does he? Mm. I hope uh, the other people he plays has better plans than attacking robots with fire and slings. I don't think so. No. Not the the best plans, no. Oh, I like that one. If if he keeps coming up with rubbish plans, that's yeah. I don't think yeah. They're not they're not the greatest plans, but then there's a reason for that. But yeah, as plans go, attacking a big giant spaceship full of robots. Fun. I'm going to throw a bit of fire at. Funny enough, that kind of thing slings. comes up again in uh, one of the Trial of a Time Lord stories. You've got um, primitive people attacking a robot. I think it goes as well. I hope, I, I hope they attack it with sticks. Modern sticks. I think it pretty much does. Mud sticks and pickled eggs. Well, there could be in for win there. Those are some of my favourite things. Is this not how that song went? <laughs> but would have been so much better if it did. So, so yeah, the, the, the Crotons mm-hmm. basically told the Gons what they could study, what their culture was, all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so one of their things was they were forbidden to study chemistry. They were apparently allowed to study biology, mm-hmm. but not chemistry. Well, they, they were machines, essentially. Uh, can't go on with biology. Can't use biology against them. How do you study biology without chemistry? Poorly. Yes, this is what I thought. But I think that's how I learned it at school. <laughs> well, yes, biology. <laughs> this is this is true. Chemistry, I was fine with. But yeah. the I, I wasn't fine with chemistry. With chemistry, I was what? Chemistry, I was fine with biology, not so much, and physics. I, I did that, but mm-hmm. no. Of the three sciences, biology, physics, and chemistry, uh, I did best in biology. I did best in chemistry. Right. I got equal grades in uh, physics and chemistry. Even though all the time during chemistry I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I understood more than I thought. But, but, but then, as, as discussed, I, I, they taught me more things than you yeah. in Scotland and England. Oh, yeah. We, we, we had a dumb which, school. Which, you, which amused me quickly. Or rather, England. Uh, the English curriculum. Uh, they didn't need to know about complicated stuff like how the world works. Surveillances and uh, electrons. Anyway, so yeah, the thing is that the, the Gons were pretty much taken over by the Crotons, but I think they were just too stupid to realise it. God, yes, they were stupid. And then, so the Crotons have been there for thousands of years. But yeah, because yeah. speaking of stupid as well, for thousands of years the Crotons told them don't go outside, it'll kill you, it'll harm you. Because of the, the rain that they sent down, the poison rain and everything mm-hmm. is. And not one person ever thought to go outside and try. Well, it's like uh, Enemy of the World, where Salamanders kept telling people, uh, yeah. don't go outside, huh? And uh, <laughs> Good impression. <laughs> no, one ever, no one ever disobeyed this. What you do is you put on a crappy accent and just say, huh, at the end of it. And then everybody believes you. Everybody believes you. Well, they believed him. For thousands of years. It might, it it might not work for you for thousands of years, I will tell you that. I wouldn't go, you know, you know, set up set up a plan for a year, yeah. a couple of years, ten, five years, ten, yeah. but a thousand years. You, you need to work up to that. You need to work up to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To the accent. <laughs> Was this episode so bad? We'd be talking about pickled eggs and enemy of the world. I'd like to see the thousand-year plan that works up to saying, "Huh?" At the end. <laughs> I mean, uh, for you know, for people not going outside. 
What they needed to do is to, to stop people going outside was just, uh, you know, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> what the cryptos needed to do was just install Netflix. And create something like Breaking Bad. Yeah, Cre- mm. create many different uh, mm. shows they could just release in books. Mm. In box mm. sets. Yeah, rather than giving out fancy capes. <laughs> which, uh, which, which, which is called the, the Robe of Honor. Honey. The robe of honey. The robe of honey. <laughs> is that, is, does that attract the cloak of bees? First you need the cloak of honey. <laughs> then you get the robe of bees. <laughs> what's, that, what's that a reference to, Gav? I'm interested now. Godfather? No. no. Something. Scarface. Scarface. I, I knew you were one of those types of fans. First, I think it's Scarface. First, you get the money, then you get something. <laughs> the women, and you get the, the power. power. I was interested if it was a reference to that or a reference to The Simpsons. First, you get the sugar, because it's one where Homer had a. I ended up with a mountain of sugar. I can't remember that. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed you could remember anything. Oh, yeah. Going, going back to where the uh, stupid is there. I did like the science boy's uh, disappointment when the doctor leaves. Because he had so much uh, to uh, learn from him and that. But, but yeah, how, how's he really going to cope now that the doctor's gone? How's he going to do with the science? And considering that, as I, as I said before, there's nobody gone outside to test anything. There's There's literally nobody, for thousands of years, done any sort of science in whatsoever. No theory or testing or anything like that. These guys are screwed. <laughs> Which is a, a fair assessment of why you should be disappointed that the Doctor's leaving. Yes. But the doc- there'd be no point in the Doctor staying because he would just tell them things and when they have to learn it themselves. He could tell them how to science rather than... Because well, science well, is a method rather than... Well, they need to discover it themselves. Apparently they had it before because they had uh, solar-powered things and stuff. They still have solar-powered things. They haven't had it for thousands of years, though. No, but the Doctor was using one of them, so they still have it. Unless this mm. this solar-powered thing, I don't know, some kind of instrument for biology or something, was the same one that was still working for thousands of years. Probably. They used to be really good at science. <laughs> We used to be really good at science. And and mechanics. Oh, but now we're a bit... Uh, and engineering. We can make things last for thousands of years. Oh, yes. Which brings me to... Uh, towards the end, the Croton said, you must bring us the, the uh, Doctor and Zoe, and the, uh, or you'll be killed. Once we have them, we can, you know... And, they, and, the, and one of the guns was like... <gasps> So, when you get the Doctor and Zoe, you'll leave, and you'll leave us alone. Yes. Well, if you'll leave us then, then uh, well, we'll give you them. Not that, not that you'll be killed. I mean, one point, the, mm. the, 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 right, of the two equations there, of the two sides of the equation, you've got one where the, the crotons will leave, and the other one where the crotons will kill you. Mm. The plane, the line. And, and that guy <laughs> is more concerned about the crotons leaving than the crotons killing them. Well, of the two, I'd be more concerned about that one. Maybe? No, what I'm saying no. is he's, he's, get, he's doing the right. He's doing the right thing, based on that. But I'm saying he seems to be more concerned about the crotons leaving than than killing everyone. Oh yes, and then at the end, mm. uh, the doctor, the doctor, and everyone leave. When this renegade guy is still out there being renegade, he's, he's fucked off to the pickle continent. He's, he's done a run of well belong before. He's gone. I hope the entire continent is pickled. Yeah. It's, it is under a sea of vinegar. It's like Atlantis. But, Atlantis but in a sea of vinegar. Is Atlantis under a sea of vinegar? Only if it's the pickled continent. Atlantis isn't that. Isn't that? No. I almost did Atlantis for a history thing once, and then I realised it wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> you should have done it. It could have been quite a show. Well, that's true. I wonder where it came... Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, the Crotons. 
Yes, the main thing about the Crotons thing. The main thing about the Crotons thing. Mm. Yes, the main thing about the story. Yes. That essentially every so often they've landed on this planet and every so often they're selecting the brightest minds to uh, come and help them power their spaceship of mental powers. Yes. Although apparently there doesn't seem to be much difference between the brightest minds and the stupidest minds. But we'll move mm. on. Yeah, there's a distinct flaw in this plan, though. There's, there's a very, sh- there's not much difference between the median and the mood, but step <laughs> on. Yeah, they stop them from learning themselves. They can only learn what they teach them, and they're just going through thousands of years, cycle after cycle, of ditching people after people after people. Do not the Crotons learn that uh, they need to change something up a bit here? Are you saying, or, or rather just hoping for an intelligent person to land on the planet. And <laughs> are you saying the fact that they keep doing the same thing is the definition of madness? Yes. Who said that guy? Uh, I'll go with Einstein again. Um, Einstein said everything. Well, well, we'll find out later on. <laughs> Sorry, I found this website that tells you what quote, apparently, uh, if there are fake, you know, if a quote's fake or not. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it has everything, but it was... Yeah, it's the quotes equivalent of Snopes. Yes. Essential. But no, I don't know who would win in a battle between the two. They also that robe, yeah. So, yes, that thing, the way they get intelligent people to power their spaceship. I think it just keeps the lights on at the moment, the, the, the guns mm. with their quote-unquote mm. intelligence. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they need to, as I said, change it up a bit, the, they're not going to escape just by uh, keeping the lights on. They seem to be getting quite annoyed as well after thousands of years of not being able to escape. You think they'd be used to it by then? Basically, they're idiots. Well, yes, they are. They also like playing the That Is Not A Gone game. <laughs> there was a bit with. Which is a fantastic game. There was a bit with the Crotons where they were looking at their screens. Jamie appears and one says, <laughs> That is not a gone. <laughs> And then one of the guns appears, and another bit says, That is a guns. <laughs> <laughs> is that like the equivalent of hot dog or legs? <laughs> I'll tell you what, that must have been the most excitement in that game they've had in a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> that is a gond. That is a gond. <laughs> that is also a gond. No, that's a rock. Oh, sorry. I got, a bit, I got ahead of myself. <laughs> That is, that is not a gone the board game coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> do you think... You know the Guess Who game that we mentioned the other day? Do you think they do that with that as well? <laughs> These are not guns. <laughs> Question one. Is it a gond? No. <laughs> All of them gone. <laughs> All the gods are dead. Croton <laughs> oh. board games. From Mattel. <laughs> so, yeah, so these people that have come in and taken over, apparently, for some reason, I don't know why, complete obedience is their first command. If you're going to command somebody to do something, to do something. <laughs> Was that a Freudian slip there? Yeah. Obedience would be the first command. I'm, I'm, I obey you to obey me. I'm hoping. Yes, it fell for it. I'm hoping the other ones are along with. Uh, well, you know, serve the public trust and protect the innocent. And their and their classified number four one is play the that is the not the gone game. <laughs> no, the fourth one is pretend not to be a god. Dress up as not a gond so we can play this game. <laughs> See if you can inject some suspense into this rabbit. It was getting stale. See if you can inject suspense into our long and tedious lives. <laughs> Which brings us to, for some reason, the Crotons had South African accents. Yeah, you said South African, and I said Brummie. Explain Brummie to people who are outside Brum. By which I mean not the uh, not the TV, not the chosen TV show of the eighties. Birmingham. See, this is my thing. I think people are incapable of saying the name of that city without doing an accent. <laughs> Seriously, go up to someone I, I in England. Go up to someone in England and say <laughs> Birmingham, and they will respond with Birm. They will respond by saying Birmingham. <laughs> it is quite possibly a good bet. 
Because mm. even I'm likely to do it. <laughs> even you, <laughs> who does not like games of any kind. Not even the Gong game. You're the Gong show. Mm, no, what? What is the it, it was a TV show. I think it might have been in America where they was it a uh, spin-off it was, of the Gong game? <laughs> could have been. It was like uh, I think it's been like the X Factor, um, Britain's Got Talent thing, where people had a talent, they'd go on and do it, and then they would until they got a Gong, and they had to leave. Or maybe they got a Gong. Oh, I don't know. But that's what I'm just thinking now. Is that is that like the Gong again? Could we mix the two up in some way? It sounds more complicated than the Gone game. I like the Gone game. It's just a simplicity. Well, machines do work in binary. It's either one or the other. Yeah, it's either Gone or not. <laughs> you don't need any more complication than this that. Is, this is why Charles Babbage helped bring along the computer, just so we could play the Gone game. Little known fact, it was the very first computer game you could play. There's <laughs> no Gone. Although it was a bit boring. It's... It was a bit boring in the 19th century when there were no guns about. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, apparently their ship was called the Dinosaur, and that wasn't a a prehistoric cliche, but but the name of the ship. Yeah, it's got to be the name of the ship. So you see what I did there? Dinotrope. Prehistoric cliche. Yeah. Would you prefer if I just talk about the Gone game? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If we can talk about the Gone game, that'd be great. (laughs) Well, apparently if they, if they start losing the Gone game, their heads start spinning. Well, you know the Crotons, their mm. heads started spinning at d- points. I didn't actually notice the spinning heads. Oh, come on. No, maybe not. I can't remember. Anyway, well, their heads did start spinning. I don't know why, they just did. Maybe they were communicating with each other, but that's what... Probably scored a Gond point. A Gond point? Yeah. Spotted a Gond. Surely it would be, which, yeah, well, they're going to spot guns all the time. Maybe you've you've, you've got to spot one within five seconds of the other one, not spotting one. This gun game is starting to get more complicated. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting as complicated as Quidditch now. And Blurns Ball. I don't know what that is. Futurama, it's the baseball oh, type right. game now that has just ridiculous rules. Calvin Ball. Calvin Ball as well, yes. Mm. Or the name of the sport in uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Don't know what I want. Because you haven't seen it? I have seen it. Don't know what it is. What, recently? Did you watch it recently? Yeah, I did, yeah. About a week and a half ago, maybe. So, yeah, apparently these crotons live in this machine, the Dynatrope. Yes. Well, like the numbskulls Mm. live in people's Mm. brain. These Mm. things live in in the machine, is that what you're saying? Yeah. And, and they never leave. No, they haven't left for thousands of years. It's not quite a big ship either, is it? See, what they've, what, they've, what they've done wrong is they didn't want the, the guns to leave, but what they've done instead is they hadn't left. Yeah. Is it like a stalemate? Detente, as they say. Mm. First one to leave loses the gun game. <laughs> Rule one of the gun <laughs> game. No one loses the gun game. <laughs> I think the gone game is the best thing ever. I'm sorry. I apologise for that. Yes, you were mentioning about the, the people that go into the machine and then come out again, and then that guy was vaporised or whatever. Yeah. By by what seemed to me is by by being by talc. It was talc. By, by the leaky talc powder. By the leaky talc powder jets, yeah. and he just died on the spot because you know. Talc. Yeah. Why, why there's water coming out of the same jet as the talc powder jet? I know that's just yes. rude. That's not going to help anybody. No. Yeah. And and the robots, the crotons, they have skirts apparently for some reason, as you as you mm. mentioned or alluded to in your mm. synopsis. Yes, indeedio, I did. So what I'm saying is, Jamie will get on well with them. But apparently not. No, he didn't. They didn't didn't like Jamie because he was a bit of an idiot. Yeah, they did mention that uh, he had no value, as Mm. I recall. So they basically ignored him, which left him uh, to uh, dismantle half the ship and attack him with it. Yeah, that that wasn't high up on their, their... Things that they've done well in the last thousands of years. Yes. <laughs> also, that time they lost the gun game. <laughs> also, why do they shout? They're not dominators. What's going on there? Can only the dominators shout, Manga? Yes. Can they? 
I didn't, only, I didn't see Well, it. to be fair, only the Domineers can shout in a passive-aggressive kind of way at each other. Oh, at <laughs> each other. Yes. I love the Domineers. Mm. Maybe the writers just really start thinking, you know what we need more of? The enemy's bickering. Well, they, well, they did kind of bicker with each other, didn't they? In this? But yes, that's what we need more of. Quite right. Make it so. It is amusing. It is, as you say, amusing. Drunken time travel. You're listening to Drunken Time Travel. It's quarter past the hour. It's time for the beer interlude. So the beer is Black Rocks, as I said, by Buxton yes. Brewery. And the reason we chose this one uh, is because it says rocks on it. And there were rocks in this, as yes. you alluded to again in your synopsis. Yeah. Yes, which he used as his deus ex machina rock, as I called it. What does deus ex machina actually mean? God in the machine. Well done. I know it's technically not true in that strictest sense for that situation. but Whenever they uh, did Greek plays and... Uh, they would do things, they would have the play and stuff, and then there would literally be someone playing a god would be raised onto the stage, hence mm-hmm. God in the Machine. Of course, it's probably wrong now, and QI will write to inform me of this, <laughs> along with Lemmings, but never mind. Is well, this lemmings are going to write you as well. Yeah. Tell me They're going to write me suicide notes. <laughs> They couldn't get a good score in the Gone game. We should make the Gone game for an app. I'm not sure how that would work. But. Well, what it would do is it would keep showing you pictures of people and then randomly it would put a Gond in. So you yeah. just have to say if it was a Gond or not. And you, and you swipe left for Gond, right for not a Gond. Yeah. And then you get randomly set up with a date with a Gond. Um, if you want... <laughs> Which gone would you like a date with? Is it science boy? Yeah. Yeah. You would teach him science, would you? Yeah. Not music. Oh, right, okay. Not music science. But apparently there's a licorice taste in this. It's, apparently it is made with licorice, yes. To I give haven't... it the blackness of the black IPA-ness. I haven't really tasted it. I'm not a big fan of licorice. Yeah, I can't really taste the licorice either. It's an alright beer. I, I have no... Uh, I don't wish it any specific harm. Although I, I, I could see... Like an infected licorice or something. Do you think Bertie Bassett's in there somewhere? Mm. Yeah, there's a burnt Bertie Bassett in it. Or the Candyman even. To link it back to this this, this show that we do, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, yeah, it's alright. It's is, As is you it, say, it's an IPA... Bit of licorice. It is very strong in flavour. But I don't, there's nothing different about it, you know. I'm looking for something that pops out of me, really. <coughs> yeah, I can't taste a distinctive flavour or anything, but it, it is very, very strong. But it probably does taste a bit like impure licorice or something. Impure I, I can't quite taste the licorice, but it's like what licorice would taste like if it was like mixed with other stuff as well does it taste like pickled licorice no no okay. but, yeah. but it's only a 6% drink but it, it tastes more only like 6% it, yeah. it tastes more like it's about 9% it's very got a very very mm. strong flavour see 6% I would say is a high low I'd like to see this pod well maybe one day you will instead of from the bottle particularly um yeah, so don't hate it at all, but I wouldn't give it a sticker. No, I don't hate it at all. I think it's a bit too harsh to give a solid recommend. Which is a shame, because I, I, I had high hopes for this, like that ant that we hear so often about. It is not a god. So, Zoe... Right, Zoe and the Doctor do this intelligence thing, and then those robot crystals, robots, like start growing in in the in the, in a tank, and mm. then appear. Does that mean they're they're almost their parents? 
I'm not sure what it means. Because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, is this... Is this doing what the doctor's daughter did, but trying not to pay attention to it because it's it's like they've had, you know, intelligence sex? I'm assuming it's more like they've woke them up. No, they started growing from yeah. it. They didn't seem to be well, about th- there's before. Got to... For thousands of years, they didn't seem to be there, and then they grew. There's got to be somebody there. There seemed to be that like, snake eye thing that existed before that. Can't have just been a computer program running for a thousand years. Why not? Or could it? I suppose it could. It had many games to entertain yeah. itself. Come on in, you are being summoned to play the Gond game. What? But yeah, I, I did like Zoe's uh, costume in this one. Uh, <coughs> at one point, it really did remind me of Batman. Uh, yes, I noticed that as well. You know, she got the what the bottom of Batman's wings motifs all of it, Jackie. Are you sure it's not Bat Batfink? It's reminding you. No, it was definitely Batman. Oh. There were one point where she sort of like turned her back on the camera and walked away, and it, just, it sort of looked like Batman with the bottom of his cloak just walking away. There was one point where the Doctor was talking to her, turned away for a second, turned back again, and she was gone. <laughs> And she was a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and then you heard in the distance, yes, one point. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, Zoe and the Doctor were really good in this together. Mm. This episode there. One of the highlights of the uh, epistory. <coughs> but when are they not? When are they not enough? When when it's uh, it's a good episode. Jamie yeah, and the Doctor. No, the Jamie and the Doctor are great as well. But for some reason, Jamie was pissing about by himself. Yes, he was. So yeah, again, it's it's them, and I believe both our quotes feature the, the, um, the Doctor and Zoe. Zoe, yes. yeah. We've, we've got to stop that. <laughs> we'll stop that in like four stories. Well, when it can be uh, the third Doctor and. Go, 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 come on, And the Brigadier. That works. (laughs) Liz is who you're trying to think of. It's not going to be Liz. So, uh, the Jamie, he had a fight, apparently. Why don't you tell us all about it? Yeah, when the first turned up, and they were trying to stop the uh, ritual sacrifice. Not that that they knew it was a sacrifice. I was just thinking, ritual sacrifice? Was this Aztecs? (laughs) But yeah, they they turned up uh, trying to stop it, and uh, somebody turned up and because James says, "Hold on, smart boy, I'll uh, I'll sort you out." <laughs> it didn't quite say that, but and then in the distance you <coughs> heard, "Gone." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we just had a short scene with them fighting, and then in the background was, "Well, while the while they're fighting, uh, we'll just shuffle off into the machine." <laughs> was it Jamie Jamie fighting to a? Uh, no, it didn't really do all that much. Uh, yeah, you had Jamie and Science Boy as well. And they uh yeah, they were making the acid at the end and Science Boy asked Jamie about, you know, what, what do I you know, what do I need to do here or whatever. It was like the blind leading the blind with them. Why why were they you know, we put <laughs> we put the two people who don't know anything about anything yeah. in here with a lot of mm. what with, with a lot of unstable chemicals. Mm. Oh, I see what they were doing. Yeah, it was a bit like when uh, Polly and Ben were making that mixture. So the uh, what story was that again? The moon, moon? No, it wasn't the moon base. Was it the moon base? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they where they just put everything together in the George's marvelous bed and kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, this is bound to do something. Is it? Is it really? Besides annoy somebody. <laughs> yes, look, it's turned solid. Oh, shit. <laughs> Should it be bubbling? Yeah, so now we're talking about the moon base. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this is, a, this is a clip show. <laughs> we should do one of them. Where we just talk about previous stuff that we've talked about. Well, we can do that after we've done, got through the second Doctor. We can do another hello, goodbye, can't we? I did like in this episode that Jamie was almost wearing a suit. It was quite he, a cool He suit. was quite... Uh, he obviously thought, right, mm. so for atmosphere, better dress up a bit. Mm. 
It was like a caveman wearing a suit. <laughs> it was really. It was really. It, it was. It was like a suit with like fur, furry edges. <laughs> so you from this one? Yeah, it was. It was like a a leopard skin suit or something like that, and then he had a tie and shirt. So was he dressed like? Jacket. Was he trying to dress like hoops off of Calvin and Hoops? Yes. He really is the Xander of, of, of this, this particular trio, isn't he? Off of Buffy. Yes. I, I realised yeah, that. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I realised this when, when, whenever they, they said that he had no value. So, yeah, he's not going to get into university. He's going to end up marrying a demon. But he's still, you know, he's still great. <coughs> he's still great. He's just not, uh, you know, compassmentous, shall we say. Well, our Xander was great. That's what I'm saying. That's why, that's why I'm mean, linking the two again. Although Xander, for very, very few occasions, wore his character. It's always good to have a character. The one that's not a gun. <laughs> so moving on to the Doctor then? No? I, I'm hoping no. there's a Friends episode called <laughs> The One that not, the one that Not A Gun. It's probably a deleted episode, because I can't recall that one. And then, and then there's a monoid in it, right? <laughs> and Chandler's like, are you, are you, are you a gun? And then the one who's like says, "Yes, uh, no." <laughs> what? I just think you know. I think friends would be improved by a gond, a few gonds maybe, and a uh, and a, a, a monoid. <laughs> you, can, you can put a shrek in it if you want, but it but it could count as one of the not a gonds. You know? I'm up here as long as you put a shrek in it, which is new. Moving on to the doctor. He he complains about the gons. He said he said at one point he complained about the gons. He actually said meddling with things they don't understand, which is possibly the most ironic thing in Doctor Who. Yeah, considering they didn't teach them. No, I'm saying the Doctor complaining about someone meddling oh. in things they don't understand. That's all. He, uh, that's yes. all he fucking does. And then pisses off again before there's any ramifications. The doctor understands no, everything. No, everything's fine. I'm going now. <laughs> just before that tsunami hits. <laughs> but you've got to go sometime. You can't stay forever. There's always got to be something. You've just got to say, that's it, I'm going. Yeah, but, but seconds after you've destroyed the crotons. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, I, well I've, uh, I've, I've done a regime change here. I'll uh, I'll just leave now and uh, take care. Have fun. Bye. Also, he, we. I was just gonna say, he, here's my number. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Don't lose oh, it. Oh, oh, look, he's gone down the lift shaft. <laughs> what a shame. How did we? Where did that lift come from? <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying it's like that key you lost in that hotel? Yeah. You just lost it down the lift shaft. <laughs> it was a mark of genius. <laughs> the gap. Between the lift and the floor was what half a centimeter, if that. If that, yeah. <laughs> and you managed to drop a key card into it. I'm, I'm from standing height. If, if yeah. never mind all these, you know, quiz up or untapped, you should get an achievement for that alone. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I haven't gone for that. Yeah, you should. It's I could never repeat it ever. Nobody could ever do it. In their lifetime, of. maybe it'll be an Olympic sport someday, and you will be recognised for your greatness. I think science will say it's impossible. <laughs> science says a lot of things are impossible, including winning the gun game. Yes, it's it's. The doctor's also not a doctor of medicine, he said, and then he'll contradict that in years to come. But there we are. He just lies about what is a doctor. He also doesn't like computers again, and he said great jumping gobstopper. Which I do have to start saying myself. And I might have to start eating them. Yeah, because you're, always, catch you're always talking to me. This is what I'm saying. Or I'm trying not to say. But yeah, at one point, the Doctor did... He did. did seem to forget about Jamie at one point. Mind you, he, he was being buried by Rubble at the time. But, but around that whole well, time... Well, there were several episodes where he forgot about Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie was, was trapped with the crotons. No, it, yeah. Trying to explain to them why... That was an illegal move within the Gone game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until he got hit in the head by the rubble that he remembered Jamie. Was it because J- Jamie would have known they shielded me from that? But, uh, yeah. 
It's not very long ago, Doctor. No, well, he was very busy doing things. Things he liked. Thinking about his next move. What? About playing chairs against Penrick? Yeah. What did he like about the Doctor's though? Yes, he is good, yes. Yeah, he is good. <laughs> when when he was directing Zoe to pour the acid into the uh, croton bath, sort of subtly, it was just... It was sort of like saying, what would happen should the acid fall into there as direction for uh, Zoe to secretly do it. It was very doctorish thing. Ah, he was very manipulative, is that what you were saying? Mm. It wasn't quite manipulative, though. But he didn't... Directive. He he didn't explicitly say (coughs) it, but he kind of implied Mm. or implored. It was the old, this is what you should do without letting the enemies know that you're telling them what they should do. It's subtly trying to explain the situation. He's good at that. Yeah, which which I thought he, he did very good in very well in this one. He also had an umbrella at the start. Yeah, he did have an umbrella for a bit. Yeah. A penguin-like umbrella, I thought. Yeah, yeah, to shield himself from the heat of the two suns. Yes, no one else needed it, but sure. But then when his umbrella got umbrella got destroyed, it was quite amusing because he seemed to be more concerned about his umbrella than anything else. My favourite umbrella. Mm-hmm. He'll get a new favourite. And also that just because it's two suns, it not, doesn't mean it's going to be hot. But I, I, I'm assuming read the temperature reading in the uh, on the scanner. It depends where the suns are, really, doesn't it? Yeah. As well, you know. I'm assuming they're quite far away and in a stable orbit. In fact, didn't we do a science on some on binary systems? It was one of the first ones. Yeah. One of the first ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Doctor. Listen to that, and then you'll know. I told him. I'll await the reply. <laughs> it was a guy, I saw someone retweet something <laughs> where someone got a text and they said, uh, said to them, have you got those notes about uh, that course or whatever? And they didn't reply <laughs> until a year later. <laughs> and they said, oh, I haven't got the other thing. I must try and check and find them. <laughs> <laughs> and the person said, uh, and the person replied and said, what, really? No? Dick. <laughs> and I put it on Twitter and they said I'm going to reply in a year's time and say I don't have them <laughs> excellent I thought you'd be amused by that because you're of that ilk mm. indeed I am Robert Holmes wrote this story he would go on to write lots of good stories possibly the best Doctor Who story yes I await that story eagerly or I could just watch it tomorrow uh, yeah, it was his first writing. He, Could have done better. It wasn't, it, was, it wasn't great. He did come up with a gun game, though. <laughs> that was the best. So, <laughs> you've got a game now. And there were two guns in it, because Robert Holmes writes a lot of great double acts. Uh, yeah. And and the two guns, though the two crotons, were a bit like a double act. So we could include that. Also, mm. the, the alien planet definitely wasn't a quarry, just to clear that up. Um, yeah. Was it not? Definitely wasn't. C- can you cite your sources? Uh, yes, definitely wasn't a quarry.com. Um, and the TARDIS HADS, which you mentioned, is the Hostile Action Displacement System, mm. where the TARDIS, whenever under attack, if it's been switched on, <laughs> um, dematerializes it to somewhere else, which implies the TARDIS is not indestructible. It does indeed. Do you have anything further to add? Or maybe it's just like a defence sort of camouflage type distraction thing to make people think that it is indestructible when in fact it actually isn't. What? <laughs> well, it isn't the other way around. <laughs> but why? But to, to, to get more people to attack it. Yes. That's always a good thing. <laughs> Well, it, well, if you keep people thinking there is a perceived weakness, you can alter their strategy, and they will plan strategies around attacking it when it's still indestructible. So quotes now. Yes, and uh, is it my first? Yeah. Yes, uh, I think mine's going to be, as we discussed earlier, uh, Doctor and Zoe. Right. Excellent. Discussion which goes thusly. This is the most advanced machine. Perhaps he can't answer the questions. Of course he can. 
the doctor's almost as clever as I am. You see? Yeah. Oh, no, what have I done? Oh, doctor, you've divided instead of multiplying. Doctor ends away. Thusly there was. And thusly there will be, for Dr. and Zoe is my quote as well. Now then, uh, <coughs> where do you want us to stand? Unimportant! Oh, well I'll stand over here then. Oh! Oh, Doctor, I wanted to stand there. Oh, my dear. Oh, well, you stand there, and I'll stand here. Better still. A much better idea. I'll stand here and you stand Put over there. Put on the headsets or you will be dispersed. All right, all right. How do... How do you wear these things? Give it time. Oh! Aha! Oh, Butterfingers! Doctor, you are clumsy. Enough of this! Put on the headset! Well, it's your fault. You're making me nervous! And thusly there were two Doctor and Zoe quotes. Hooray! Final thoughts about the story? I think I already mm -hmm. mentioned, but yeah, it's not the best one at all. At least it was only a four episode. At least that. Let's drink to that. <laughs> I don't think it was terribly bad or anything, though. It's, no, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Yeah, that I'll, one. I'll say it wasn't it like that an one. average story. It it had enough to entertain in, but it wasn't brilliant or anything. It was like Titan Three, unremarkable. Yes, it was unremarkable. There were a couple of good Doctor and Zoe moments, but not that many. On the first watch through, I did mm. struggle thinking. What would be my quote? But I did find mm. one. No, so I didn't. I didn't. I, I normally struggle on my first watch too, but I found two quite easy on my first listen. But that's maybe just because I, uh, I don't concentrate on the quotes bit on the first listen. I usually forget them. Unless something really stands out. But as I said, the Doctor and Zoe ones did for me. So there we go. Excellent. Let's move on. Uh, we've no questions. You remember, does, remember, people does, used to be used to do that. Happen? Well, it did back in ages past, but then mm -hmm. only in legend. Next time, I'm doing apparently drunken time travel history on Incas, because mm -hmm. there was a tenuous link to that with one line. And we love the tenuous links. Love them. And then after that, I'm doing the seeds of death. And I will be sciencing it to. You will be sciencing into whatever the fuck you've been sciencing to. Yes. End quote, Gav. And the end quote goes thusly. The difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. And that is by anonymous. Yes, because this is the quote we found and we're like, oh, this is good. Oh, it's by Albert Einstein. You know what? I don't trust that. I'm going to go on and try and find out. Found this site yes. we mentioned earlier on. And, yeah, it's not by Einstein at all. Science, ladies and gentlemen. But, yeah, I, I don't trust quotes on the internet, is my thing. Don't trust the internet. So, I mean, I mean, the internet's great. You can find things, you can find information on, on Wikipedia. Always find the citation. But, yes, always check things out, because it's usually bollocks. Speaking of, iTunes, please validate our existence by rating, commenting, <laughs> or liking. Discussion concluded. Give me the wood.